Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kaylee Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Now today we are continuing in the Garden of Gethsemane, and we are going to see Jesus get arrested. And so this is one of those stories which is so widely recorded. It is presented in each of the four Gospels, and in each one it is presented in a different way. And now I don't think that this means that the story is untrue. If anything, I think it means the story is more true. Because for anyone that has had kids or has dealt with kids or has been around kids, you know that when something big breaks down in a kid's world, you have a flock of kids and they tell you a flurry of information all at once and all their stories are slightly different. But what they do is they give you more and more detail about the story around them. So you have to take each one and set them down individually and hear their stories. And what happens is, is when you hear all these stories, then you get a more complete, a more full picture. And so today we are focusing in on Mark, but we're going to talk a little bit about John, Matthew, and Luke and their different versions and the things that are different, but that add more value. So what I do recommend is that today, after you listen to this episode, go and read the other accounts. Go and read all four of these accounts together and try to see the bigger pictures. Try to see and understand what happened when you put all four of these things together. So let's jump in and turn our Bibles to Mark chapter 14 verses 43 through 52, which says, just as he was speaking, Judas, one of the 12, appeared. With him was a crowd armed with swords and clubs sent from the chief priests, the teachers of law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with them. The one I kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. Going at once to Jesus, Judas said, Rabbi, and kissed him. The men seized Jesus and arrested him. Then one of those standing near drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Am I leading a rebellion, said Jesus, that you have come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I was with you teaching in the temple courts, and you did not arrest me. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then everyone deserted and fled. A young man wearing nothing but a linen garment was following Jesus. When they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. So this story has a lot of really interesting parts to it. There's the fact that Judas called him rabbi, called him a respected title, and he kissed him, right? Now, I don't know about you, but when I kiss someone, even if I'm going to kiss him on the cheek, this is a signal of friendship. This is a signal of closeness, of intimacy. You don't just necessarily go up and kiss random strangers on the cheek. So this is just another signal. This depth of betrayal here by Judas. I mean, this is an intimate thing that he would have kissed him on the cheek and is calling him rabbi, which is another word for my teacher, my master. And so John tells us that Peter is the one who cut off the servant's ear and that Jesus told the soldiers to let the disciples go. So it says that everyone deserted him and fled, but Jesus When we read it from John's perspective, 
that Jesus actually was trying to protect his disciples, that he was trying to get them away from this crowd so that they would not be lost in the mob. And then when you read Matthew's account, it records Jesus calling Judas friend. And so again, we see this closeness, this intimacy. It says, do what you must friend. And so we just see this intimacy, this betrayal. It's so deep, guys. I just want you to get that. It's, he was one of the 12. He was one of the closest followers. And Matthew also records Jesus telling Peter not to strike and that at any time he could call a whole legion, 12 legions of angels, but that the scriptures must be fulfilled. And so that is why Jesus does not call what he could call. But you want know what? I do want to read this little short segment out of Luke because I find this so amazing that even in the time of Jesus suffering and, or he's not quite suffering yet, but leading up to his suffering, Jesus would still reach out like this. So it says in Luke chapter 22, verses 49 through 51, when Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. So even at this last little bit, so when we read Mark, it seems that the disciples really didn't do anything, that they just fled. They got scared and they fled. But Luke tells us that's not the case, that they were ready to fight for Jesus. They were ready to go up in arms with Jesus. And it wasn't until Jesus said, you guys are not to fight. And that's why they fled, because it's like, well, what are we supposed to do, right? What are we supposed to do? get captured, get killed with you? So they didn't know. And if you listen to John, Jesus pleaded for their lives and sent them away. They didn't necessarily just get scared and leave, but that Jesus said, hey, you came for me, not for them. And I love that even in this moment, Jesus does a miracle. This guy's ear was cut off, laying on the ground this ear was and Jesus gets this ear and reattaches it to this man's face that is power that even in the middle of getting arrested Jesus would say let me heal one more person that is just amazing I think we need to stand in awe of the God who came here incarnate flesh and is about to die for us in these stories that we are reading. I think we really need to be in awe of that this morning. So would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, we are just in awe of you. That during this moment, that you were getting betrayed by a friend, that you say, friend, Judas was one of the twelve, one of the closest, that you would be betrayed and that you ransomed yourself for us lord god i just am in awe of you i'm in awe that you would have protected the disciples that you said you just came for me not for them let them go and lord god that you would heal a man right before you could have let that guy just be without an ear forever and just said let bygones be bygones but you did not 
healed a man even then. Lord God, I am in awe of you. And Lord, I pray that we go into today just being in awe of you. Lord, I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to next time. Please visit my website, 5minutefever.com, so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.